Chris Ramaswamy was asked about the Ukraine war. Uh, again, if, if you're looking for solutions to some of the things that's gone wrong, well, throwing $200 billion at the Ukrainians, is an, it, it, this is an international crime. Anyone that participated with this, including Republicans that voted for it, they should be proud. This, this, to me, is a war crime. Not only that, it's giving away a future generation's uh, wages uh, that they haven't even earned yet. Some of them aren't even born that are going to have to pay for this. Here's Vivek Ramaswamy on it. Mr. Ramaswamy, you would not support an increase of funding to Ukraine? I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago or Kensington. I think that we have to put the interests of Americans first, secure our own border instead of somebody else's. And the reality is, this is also how we project strength by making America strong at home. Gotta love it, folks. Gotta love it. By the by, let me uh, remember, what's the church plan? You know, the Marshall plan, the Trump plan, there's the church plan. How do you fix, what's one of the things that can be done, or several of the things that can be done to stop the incursion at the southern border and also to uh, bring about an end to some of the nefarious factions in Mexico that are killing children? You know, there's enough fentanyl on the street stopped at the border on any given day to kill every citizen in the United States. That's how much they've learned. If you, and if you don't know about this, they've learned how to grow poppies in the highland hills in Mexico. The climate is similar to where what it is in Pakistan and Afghanistan. Uh, it just took them a few years how to grow them uh, to grow them well, and then to figure out how to get the opium out. So what they distract, uh, extract, and then you turn that into uh, somehow it becomes fentanyl. Here's what I've been saying, and President Trump has actually said something like this. But Vivek Ramaswamy has come the closest to the church plan. Get Congress to declare war on Mexico. Now you tell the Mexicans, look, we're not going to send an invading army in, but we are declaring war on the factions in your country that have declared war on our children and our young adults who they are killing with the fentanyl trade. And we are going to send special operation forces in, cross your border, and we are going to find those cartels, and we are either going to kill them or we're going to arrest them under international law, and we're going to bring them to tribunals and have them tried. Now, I prefer the killing option. Church, please! That's an unknown one! I think there's an actual way around this. But you also can have, and then somebody goes, well, what about you? You're supposed to be anti-war. You're supposed to, no, I'm pro-just war. I want just war. Here's another way to do the same thing. Make the same similar declaration. You can actually do it as a resolution. And then get Congress pass letters of mark and reprisal. 
single out and name those cartels, issue a letter of mark and reprisal, and then post a reward. Started with an even number. Say it's $100 million for the Zinalova cartel. And you know what? Mercenaries will find the Zinalova cartel and they will take them out and they will bring you the heads. So Ramaswamy is just saying, we're going to get serious about this. You elect me president. I'm going after people so that you, you won't do it in Mexico. We'll do it for you. That's one way to do it. And by the way, that is completely and totally within the Constitution. Constitution says Congress can issue letters of mark and reprisal. That's what that clause is for. All right, let's go to the next one here. Uh, Ron DeSantis. You missed 12. Oh, I did. Oh, wait. This is Pence's response to Ramaswamy, and then it just descends into a brawl. Vivek, if we do the giveaway that you want to give to Putin to give him his land, it's not going to be too long before he rolls across a NATO border, and frankly, our men and women of our armed forces are going to have to go and fight him. I want to let the Ukrainians fight and drive Putin and the Russians back out new, into I, I, Russia. I, I, I want to just so briefly address Pence, Vice fight. President Pence. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. It fell back in 1990. Whoa! By the way... Oh, it's just a complete and total smackdown. By the way, did you catch what Pence said? Run after they cross over NATO border. We're going to have to send our men and women. Will somebody tell Mike Pence that my daughters are not going to go in his little draft? And the rest of his neocon, Decepticon, Zionist buddies and their little draft that we're not, our daughters are not going to go fight your war over our dead bodies. Somebody needs to inform these neocons like him and Nikki Haley and Tim Scott and all the rest of them. Stop saying men, men and women in combat. Women do not fight wars. And if they do in the United States, then we want out. Because our little corner of the United States here that's no longer a part of yours, we fight wars to defend women and children, not with them. What the hell is wrong with these people? Why did anyone put a hand together to clap for our men and women are going to have to go fight them? No, they're not. This is, this is a Saddam Hussein argument. This is the post-9-11 argument. We have to go fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here. The Russian Federation, no matter how much you hate it, does not have any designs on any NATO nation. They don't want Poland. They don't want Finland. They don't want Norway. They don't want any of the NATO. They don't want, they sure as hell don't want Germany. That disaster. This is just straight out uh, the Cheney family playbook here. Fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here. Uh, next up, is this DeSantis on U.S. Special Forces? Here you go. So as president, would you support sending U.S. Special Forces over the border into Mexico to take out fentanyl labs, to take out drug cartel operations? Would you support that this kind of This is a good question, by the way. Use? Yes, and I will do it on day one. Here's good answer. 
The cartels are killing tens of thousands of our fellow citizens. You want to talk about a country in decline? You have the cartels controlling a lot of part of your southern border. We have to reestablish the rule of law and we have to defend our people. The President of the United States has got to use all available powers as Commander-in-Chief to protect our country and to protect the people. So when they're coming across, yes, we're going to use lethal force. Yes, we reserve the right to operate. How many more tens of thousands are we going to let to die? I am sick. I've met angel moms throughout this country. I met a lady in, in Texas named Tracy, and her son took one Percocet, that was laced with fentanyl immediately died. That is happening all across this country because of the poison that they are bringing in. So as president, would I use force? Would I treat them as foreign terrorist organizations? You're darn right I would. All right, and, and good for you, Governor, and thank you for that. You should do that as governor of Florida. Yep, you got it coming in your own border. You got it coming in your border in, in Florida. You should have spe Florida Special Ops Forces. You should know. Remember, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Churchill here on the Crusade Channel, always on air, always online, crusadechannel.com. Consider an upgrade to your Founders Pass membership today. Go to crusadechannel.com forward slash upgrade and consider making a uh, recurrent or one-time donation. We are funded by you. We're not Fox News. We don't have Rupert Murdoch money. I don't have Ben Shapiro money. We don't have Glenn Beck money. We don't have funds that we go to. We go to our listeners. You are the funding source. You might have noticed that outside of our ads, you don't hear very many. That's by design. So please consider supporting us today. CrusadeChannel.com forward slash donate to make a one-time or recurring donation. Our, our, our August crowdfunding number can be found on the website at CrusadeChannel.com. It's in the chat room at CrusadeChannel.com forward slash chat. And if you already are a member, maybe you're a free member, somebody gifted you a membership. You can upgrade to a paid premium membership. It's easy to do. CrusadeChannel.com forward slash upgrade. Special Ops in Florida. Remember DeSantis, about a year and a half ago or so, already established or reestablished the militia in the state of Florida, and he said, we're going to start training our own special forces here in Florida. Now, many libertarians reacted with horror to this, that who, what is he thinking doing? Now Florida's going to now start going after, well, no, I think what he was doing and I believe he was correct in doing this, is he was basically saying that the federal government of the United States has stolen our National Guard, our best and our brightest military, uh, which are only supposed to be called into their service when there's a war that's declared. Or there's an invasion somewhere in the, in the, in the country, and uh, you don't have the time to raise an army, and you need the, the reserves. Well, neither one of those have happened. So why... Should any state's National Guard forces be summoned into the service of the United States, they should be at the, uh, the beck and call of the state in which they enlisted in. Well, since we're talking about Florida, that would be Florida. Remember when, about two months ago, when I didn't have him on the show, but I talked to him, I, we had a, a conversation, former candidate for uh, for Senate in the great state of Texas, Dwayne Stovall, 
And I was asking, asking Dwayne about what was going on in Cleveland, Texas, or in Cleveland, Liberty, Texas, in Cleveland County, or is it Liberty County, Cleveland, Texas? I forget, I always get it backwards. And remember, Dwayne told me, he Mike, you know, my understanding is the cartels are running at least one of those, an entire neighborhood over there. And uh, they got people that go into all the neighborhoods. This is all the cartels that are killing those people over there, Mike. You know, this is a tragedy, and you know, the, and, the, and the state of Texas don't want to do don't want to do anything about it. Because Dwayne told me he's like, if I if I were the governor, or, or if I was advising the governor, I would be convening the special uh, special forces to find out. And he told me it was the Sinaloa. He gave me the name. He said it's the Sinaloa cartel is in te- is in Texas. I will wager you that we have Sinaloa cartel in Louisiana. We have Sinaloa cartel because we have a big, we have two major cities where they can sell lots of their fentanyl, New Orleans and Baton Rouge. In Florida, dude, you got ten major cities. You got Miami, you have Fort Walton, you have Orlando, you have Tallahassee, you have Jacksonville, you have Pensacola, you have uh, you have Fort Myers. I'm probably leaving a few out. You uh, you have many big cities there. Those are markets for drugs. So. Maybe he could do it in Florida. Maybe he's already talking about doing it in Florida. All right, so far, uh, Carlos Padilla scores the fight. Six to six. DeSantis and Ramaswamy. Mike Pence is third on the scorecard, on the judges' scorecard at zero point zero. All right, another one. What would happen if uh, Trump was indicted? Yeah, number fifteen. Uh, yeah, I'm just skip fourteen. Uh, number fifteen. Here's here's Vivek again. Supporting. No, I'd like to hey. get in and respond. Let's just speak the truth, okay? President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible. If your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man, <laughs> and if people at home want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice, and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. We have to end the weaponization of justice. And and Krispy Kreme is sitting over there going, Anunjinman be back. Job of the candidate. <laughs> Where do you hear this? <laughs> it's getting it's, it's starting to get real here. I'll give him one thing. It was entertaining. This 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 is an entertaining two hours. And uh, Mickey Haley asked a question about, well, if you were. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, He added $8 trillion to the debt. Okay, again, presidents only sign bills. I think that Trump is guilty of the $2 trillion that Thomas Massey pleaded with him to not sign in the PPE Corona Doom bailout. Again, he's guilty of it. Uh, warp speed program, he's guilty. Turned the whole thing over to Pence, he's guilty of it. 
Uh, you hope that he lived. I mean, you hope that he learned from those. Those were those were atrocious mistakes. Granted, that doesn't change whether or not does he have the skill set and does he have the the art of the deal kind of je ne sais quoi to uh, actually affect the change and to fix some of these things. Again, I, he's the only one on that stage, uh, and he and. and <laughs> Outside of Vivek Ramaswamy, Trump won that debate last night, too. So um, here is a, a salty little exchange between Jiman oh, Vivek. Jabba, the Krispy Kreme candidate, Vivek Ramaswamy. I got I, I to tell you, Vivek Ramaswamy's got some moxie here, and he does not back down from Jabba. People are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, right, Governor look, Haley, are you bothering me? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. He waited all night for that one. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Just the like same, you did to Obama. The same type of amateur. And, and you'll help elect me just like you did to Obama, too. Give me that the same type of amateur. Hey, <laughs> uh, that's kind of racist. It is. A, a, a job of the candidate. That's very racist of you, dude. Vivaka Jabijibiti. Oninjinmon Solo. Krispy Kreme is a caricature of a candidate. This guy is only in there so he can rack up Dunkin' Donuts points by traveling and getting his card stamped. And figure his campaign stops. You know he waited all night long to drop that talking chat GPT line. But I thought Vivek's response was, <laughs> oh, no, you're not getting away with that. Uh, if that was a bunch of libtards, though, dude, that's just straight up. Oh, So what, you're a big fat white guy and you're looking down your nose at the brown guy mm -hmm. and saying that the last brown guy that was on a stage here. Can you imagine uh, the how the hair must have been uh, must have been being set on fire? It'd be interesting to see what Rick Madcow had to say about all this, actually. I'm wondering what they're talking about on OMSNBC with Krispy Kreme throwing the one brown guy, or there are two brown guys, on the stage, but the one man of Asian descent on the stage and comparing him to Obama. All right, moving on. Uh, well, another Vivek. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet? Or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about? Or do you want revolution? Okay. And I stand on the side of the American revolution. Dude, he said the R word. He said, Don't say it, don't say it. 
Most people can't even say revolution. How many of you remember back in 2008 and 2012 when Ron Paul was running for the pedanthe? Uh, it was called on many of the campaign signs the Ron Paul what? Revolution. Remember they spelled the E-V-O-L, love? That revolution was in blue, but E-V-O-L, love, was in white. And that was primarily Ron Paul's supporters that were talking about the Ron Paul uh, revolution. But again... If you're looking for, if, if, if your idea of who it is that can fix this or who it is that may even give it a shot is someone that is completely and totally out of the box, well, then Vivek Ramaswamy got to be your guy to come out and say, look, I am for, you want incrementalism? Vote for them. You want a revolution? Let's go.